when it comes to meal planning, for some reason, we don't plan. Yes. And so I think when it comes to planning in general, if we can understand that how much stress reduction there will be in our lives around actually sitting down to plan, it'll make your whole life that much easier. Think about all the hours you're going to be saving throughout the week because you have the plan. So you're actually putting in the time now so that everything goes smoothly later on in the week. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in, for being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Good morning, guys. We are back at it. Dorothy's here with us physically for the time being. (laughs) All right. Today, we're talking about meal planning. Uh, What's a good place to start at with meal planning, Drew? So when it comes to meal planning, I think the where we could start is the benefits of meal planning. Mm, So for us, when we work with like customers or clients or, or people that just come to us and they're like, we're struggling with meal planning, what can we do? And it's not like, so it's, I suppose it's understanding that when you create meal plans, you reduce a whole lot of stress in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's any, it's like anything that you plan in your life. So usually we have schedules. I put up a post on my, on the, on the true form page. And I asked if you're a paper planner or a electronic planner. And that got over a hundred comments just talking about people. Are, most people said they're paper. Yeah. Paper's way easier to me. That's yeah. my style. Well, most, I bet 90% of people say paper. So, and I'm, and I'll, I'm always like trying to get ahead of the times and trying to go electronic. And it, it's so challenging. I do like the reminders, but, but, uh, I think it, there's a lot to actually writing. Yeah. And I think it just organize for me, like personally, it just organizes better in my brain when it's on paper. I don't know why. Yeah. And you can physically erase something. I like that too. And take your eraser and erase it and put something else in. So uh, what I was saying is when it comes to planning, like we plan our work schedules. We plan the projects that we need to get done at work. Yeah. And then we plan our schedules. We plan our weekends for kids' sports. We plan our own type of getaways. But when it comes to meal planning, for some reason, we don't plan it. Yes. And so I think when it comes to planning in general, if we could understand that how much stress reduction there will be in our lives around actually sitting down to plan. It'll make your whole life that much easier. Yeah. It's so, it's such a crucial step to, to your success in living a healthy lifestyle. And it will just give you so much more benefits because in like Drew said, the stress that is lifted off of you is amazing. So I think, um, the where the difficulty comes from is actually setting that time aside to do it. So it's like we always tell our members, it's like setting an appointment with yourself to sit down and and meal plan. And of course, in our monthly membership, we do the meal planning for for you. That that's one of the um, 
one of the benefits. benefits of of being in the membership is we do that for you. Uh, but having a meal plan just on itself, whether you've created it or somebody else has, has created it for you, it just reduces that stress in once you have the plan, you just put the plan into action. But making the time to sit down and do it, it's like an appointment with yourself. You, We make hair appointments to get our haircuts. We make dentist appointments. We make all different appointments that we stick to. But when it comes to making an appointment with ourselves, we don't honor that for ourselves usually. Cancel on ourselves all yeah. the time. We want to explain how you can meal plan yourself. Yes. And I, and I think what, what Dorothy was just talking about is making that time for yourself and understanding that that, that is your time. It's, it, it's your time to prepare and set up your whole week for success. Mm-hmm. So when we talk to clients and we say, why didn't you, like, why did, why, why didn't this week go so well, maybe? And then they say, well, I didn't plan. <laughs> and 98% of the time when it comes to nutrition, that's exactly what it comes down to is that you didn't plan ahead. And again, if you don't have someone doing it for you, you really need to sit down and set that schedule up for yourself. And then you have your whole week set up for success and you don't have to worry about, like, I think the kids, it's stressful when the kids are like, mom or dad, what's for dinner? And they're like, I don't know. And you know, you have like this window of time before hungry turns into hangry and then hangry turns into meltdown. And then you, you can't like. Once you're in meltdown mode, you can't go back. <laughs> there's no <laughs> turning there's back. There's no turning back. It's happening right now, right? So we want to avoid that stress for you because it's so stressful. You've had a full day of work. Usually you come home and people are counting on you for for a meal to, to feed them. And that that's a lot. It's stressful. Yeah. If you don't know, like you've had a long work day or you're running the kids around to different sports or maybe you're stressed out yourself from work or whatever's going on with your family. And then you're like, I don't know what's for dinner. I didn't go to the grocery store. I don't know what a grocery list is or how to prepare one. And you're just rushing around and you feel like you're always behind. So we want to release, 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 release that stress. It's nice to not ask or be asked what's for dinner because you have a plan. (laughs) So if you're making a meal plan um, yourself at home, there's a few steps that will make it a lot easier for you because there's a lot of tasks that can be a little daunting. So we always suggest um, to break it up into little smaller chunks. So the first day, um, we always suggest on a Friday is a good planning day. And then, because you have usually have the weekend off. So then if it's a Friday night after work, or even if it's, you know, during the day on Friday, whatever time you schedule for yourself, a planning day. So make sure you schedule a chunk of time, you're about an hour to actually make your meal plan. So we always suggest to do that. And we'll get into more details on how to do, how to create your own meal plan in a second. But first you need to actually set aside a chunk of time to create the meal plan. And that's usually done, we suggest, on a Friday. Step number one. Step number one. Create the meal plan. Or no, set some time away to, cre- to create the meal plan. Yes, yes. And we will we'll get into how to create the meal plan in a second. But step number two, after you've created the meal plan, is to set another chunk of time aside, another appointment with yourself, to get the groceries that you need. And we suggest that on a Saturday. And then... That's step number two. Then step number three is to schedule a prep day with yourself. So you're going to need about an hour each day. So Friday, schedule an hour with yourself to create the meal plan. Then on Saturday, set about an hour aside to get your groceries. 
And then on Sunday, set about an hour, sometimes two hours aside to do your meal prep. Now it might seem like an, a lot of hours, right? To, to, to set aside, but think about all the hours you're going to be saving throughout the week because you have the plan. So you're actually putting in the time now so that everything goes smoothly later on in the week. It'll actually save you time. It will. So it will, like when you, we say an hour, like an hour of the day, it's not really a long time. It sounds like a long time. But if you take, let's say Dorothy just said three hours, three hours for the week to prepare or write out your meal plan to go grocery shopping maybe and then prepare your food. Three hours out of the entire week and you've set yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. And that's all it takes. And sometimes like we're here on a Sunday and we're meal planning and I'm thinking, took maybe we were baking extra. We have something in the crock pot, whatever it is. And it takes a couple hours. And I'm like, I feel so relieved throughout mm -hmm. the week. I'm like, oh my gosh, now I don't have to worry about food for the rest of the week. We don't have to worry about snacks from baking or granola. We don't have to worry about breakfast. breakfast yeah. And everything's done. Like we know exactly what's going on through the week. And it's so important, especially if you have a, a busy week, because we know what it's like running from appointment mm -hmm. to appointment or meeting to a meeting. Crazy. And you don't <laughs> have that time to make the meal plan. So that's why we go to the drive through And that's why we go to the pantry and have popcorn or chips for dinner <laughs> or crackers and hummus. <laughs> Who would do that? And, um, <laughs> like we've been there. Like we've all been there. Dorothy and I have been there. That's why we know the importance of meal planning. That's why we plan for ourselves. And that's why we offer it as a service to our members because we know how important it is. Mm -hmm. So if you're new to meal planning, you've never done it before, the best place to start when creating your meal plan is supper because that is the usually, generally, the biggest meal of the day. And usually the most stressful meal of the day because it's it's when everybody is looking at you with that big question, what's for dinner? <laughs> so if you're just starting, instead of trying to plan out every meal every day, just start with your supper meals. Just plan out supper. Just start there. So plan out your seven meals for supper for a week. And then um, later on, once you get comfortable with just planning supper, you can add breakfast. Then you can add lunch. And is that the supper before the grocery list? What do you mean? So when you sit down and say, I want to have, like, I'm going to start my meal plan, start writing it out. Do you start with writing supper down or do you say, these are the groceries I need? Like, do you say, what comes first, the grocery list or the supper? The suppers. So okay. if you're planning on a Friday for, for the week, your meals aren't going to start till the Monday. So you're actually planning Friday from Monday to Sunday. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So the, you're just going to plan out seven meals. And sometimes people get stressed out about the ideas for the meals. But it doesn't have to be big, gourmet, gigantic meals. It can be simple, easy to make meals. And we have tons of recipes and things on, on our website as well. So if you go to our website. Trueformlife.com. <laughs> and click on our recipe tabs. We have all kinds of different recipes in there that are quick and easy to make. But a staple that I always use myself when creating meal plans is to have different kind of categories. So we have a salad night, usually like a big monster salad. Again, that monster salad recipes on trueformlife.com under recipes. We have a soup night. So we'll make a soup. And again, we have some great soup recipes online. So go check out our recipe tab. And then we, so a salad night, 
a soup night. We have a casserole night usually. So a uh, shepherd's pie or tuna casserole. Um, and then stir fry night. We always have a stir fry night. So right there, that's four just in those categories. And stir fry doesn't have to be the same. Like the, these are just categories. You can have many different salads. You can have many different soups, many different casseroles. So you can have uh, soup at the beginning of the week, for example, if it's in the winter, if it's cold out, it's a more, more of the opportunity to have a soup like substance. <laughs> so you could have a soup on a Monday. That's going to translate to lunch on Tuesday, but Dorothy's going to explain in a second. But then it, you can have that again on Friday. So Friday, you have a different type of soup, just for an example. And then you have, you can have that lunch again on Saturday, but mm-hmm. we'll get into that here. Yeah. And then your stir fry, you can make it different every time by just switching up your vegetables. Now we have veggie stir fries all the time, but you can add some meat to it. You could add chicken one that week. You could add, uh, shrimp the next week you can switch it up all the time so just by using those four categories you only have three meals left to 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 plan for and then we usually suggest to plan like one of those easy to make meals so like for example a chicken a veggie and a carp so a quinoa a rice a veggie and a chicken like that's an easy to prepare meal and then another easy to prepare meal is fish right a salmon a quinoa for example or another carb like rice and a veggie those are nice and easy to to prepare meals so when it comes to preparing your dinner meals we want to have all the four macronutrient food groups <laughs> different from maybe the canadian food guy that you'd be used to so for a well mount for excuse me a well-balanced meal, you want to have the four groups so that we have protein, fats, carbs, antioxidants, slash fiber, mm-hmm. the one that everyone forgets about. So that's what you want to have. So let's say, for example, you have uh, you have your fish mm-hmm. and you have your protein. Mm-hmm. What do we have for a carb? Usually a quinoa or so, a rice. Yeah, quinoa or rice for a carb. Brown rice. And then so we have our protein. We have mm-hmm. our... We have our protein, we have our carbs, so fat. There's actually lots. If you're having a fish, for example, there's lots of fats. Healthy, healthy fats. fats. Yeah. You can probably put a... Get scared by the word fats. <laughs> you can put, um, let's say, for example, you have a little side salad. So you can throw an avocado in there. You can throw in hemp seeds. So that there, there's your fiber antioxidant category. You throw a bit more uh, hemp seeds on there for, or avocado for your fat. So you have all your macronutrients in that tiny meal. Mm-hmm. So you have a little side salad. You have fish and quinoa. And that's it. Like, that's how easy it can be. So that's a well-balanced meal for dinner. Yeah. So then um, from there, you have your seven meals planned out for the week. From there, you make the grocery list for what um, you need from those meals. All right. So that when you go to the grocery store, you're buying exactly what you need to make your meals. And then you eat what you have. So that's going to save you money. Because a lot of times we wander around the grocery store just like, putting stuff in our cart and then we get home and we don't know what to do with it because we don't have a plan so it sits in the fridge and sometimes it goes bad well a lot of times we hear all the time that people just you know food goes bad so they have to get rid of it so dorothy's been doing this in our monthly membership for years now mm-hmm. i did start it thank you <laughs> but dorothy's taking over she does a fantastic job and she's a professional she does these incredibly so that's i suppose just offering convenience and then prep so each week, Dorothy talks about how you prep your meals. So if you have your baked zucchini bread or baked brush, or I'm sorry, make, <laughs> or if you make bruschetta, these, bake your bruschetta. <laughs> these are the tips that you need and then how to prep. And then there's tips along with that as well. So it's quite in depth. Dorothy spends 
hours on this each on these each week. So you don't have to spend this much time, but this is what a professional one looks like. Yes. This is a, a week in advance. I really like this one because you can print this off and put it on your fridge and it has everything broken down. Breakfast, your morning snack, lunch, afternoon snack, supper, and then there's another snack after that. So you can exa- you can see if the kids are like, what's going to be on the what's going to be on the menu? Or what are we having tonight? Or what happened? Mm-hmm. Go to the fridge and look. <laughs> right? Like if you have it on your fridge, you don't even have to answer that question because it's already on the fridge. That's right. And then this six slide. Oh, so this is a, an idea of what uh, like our day one would be like. So we talked about apple, cinnamon, oatmeal. We always suggest green tea for anti-inflammatory purposes. Or sorry, antioxidant purposes. Give you a little boost of energy. Fermented drink is something that we always consume or recommend in the mornings smoothie and then dorothy for dinner so on sunday the dinner would have been chicken roasted veggies and quinoa Mm. so as you guys can see it here on the screen we have it again for lunch so every time that's that's another tip for to make your lunches easier in a meal plan is you don't have to plan another meal for lunch just make extra supper time in your lunch or your supper becomes your lunch the next day so that you're not even planning lunches you're just planning the supper and you're getting two meals out of it. You're getting your supper and then your lunch. Right. So that, I mean, that's just a quick overview. It, it does take some time to plan and it does take some effort. Mm-hmm. And Dorothy's much quicker at it now. <laughs> when we were first starting out, it would take Dorothy like four days to make one. And I'm like, why don't you just, you know, make it easier, copy some of the other ones. And she's like, no, they all have to be very particular. So we've been doing this for years now and we must have, hundreds of meal plans. Oh yeah. We have tons <laughs> of meal plans. But it's funny when I first started meal planning, I did it on chart paper, like big, big chart paper that, that you know, you'd find at school. And I sit on the floor with my marker and my chart paper and I would write like chart it out, <laughs> make a chart. But then you can, you'll notice that yourself, the more you are doing it, the more efficient you will come, like become. So it might start out that it takes an hour, but then in a month or a couple months, you might be done 15 minutes, right, to plan. Yeah. So you will become, the first time might be a little painful, but you just got to work through the growing pains. <laughs> and it takes some time. Like, it takes some practice. So mm-hmm. You need to practice, need to work on it. And the benefits are really endless. So if you take some time to put in that effort, you're really going to appreciate appreciate it this is one of our products that we do have our monthly membership is where we design meal plans every week so dorothy sends those out friday morning and then again that's something that we offer in our monthly membership group so that support really means a lot so if someone asks a question like if we post the meal plan someone's like how do i prepare this recipe or maybe where is the recipe or how did you do with baking Mm -hmm. like that having that support and having the ability to answer questions or ask questions it really makes a big difference so Mm -hmm. If you find, I would suggest find a meal plan. If you're not, like, create it yourself. If you don't have the time or don't, you don't want to make the time, find a professional to make one mm-hmm. and then find some type of support because I mean, you could probably go and download a meal plan off the internet. And if that's what you need to do, then then, then do that. But it's, it's quite difficult when it's not customized yeah. and you have no support. You're like, well, what is that? Yeah. And I think one of the biggest compliments we get is I can't believe how much, well, well two things. I can't believe how much how easy it is for it to prepare these meals that mm-hmm. you guys put together. And that's one of our, that was something that we needed to do. That that was a, the whole base basis around making meal plans to easy to prepare foods. Because many times you look at a recipe, you look at a meal plan and you go to, and then you look and you're like, 
I don't even know it, what this ingredient is. You go to the grocery store and you need like ingredients you don't even know, and then spices that you've never used before, and that costs a bunch of money. <laughs> and you only right? use it once. You use it once. And you're like, what am I going to use this for? And then, um, and then the other thing was is how much money that you save by creating a meal plan. Mm-hmm. And I think many times like we don't really know what to purchase or what to buy, so we just. Just, we just guess. So we run to the grocery store, we guess all this food, we buy a bunch of stuff and we bring, bring it home or we don't have any idea how to prepare how it. How to make it. That's right. So it goes bad in the fridge and you waste, you're wasting money. You're wasting money. So if you have someone to prepare meal plans for you or if you're doing it yourself, you're going to save a ton of money. And that was one of the biggest compliments we got from our monthly membership. Yeah. And they say, our members say, I can't believe how, how much. How easy it is. Well, how easy it is, but actually how much money we're saving right. by, by using these meal plans because nothing goes to waste and all the food that we buy, we use. You use, you eat up. That's right. Well, I would like to keep getting more in depth about meal planning. So I think what we'll have to do, Drew, is we'll have to talk about this again next week. Well, we can do a part two. Yeah, we'll do a part two because we talked today about your supper meals and how to, that's the where you want to start. If you have no, if you're just doing meal planning for the very first time on your own, then you want to start slow. You don't want to plan out every meal every day when you're just starting out. So you'll want to start with your biggest meal of the day, which is supper and just planning out your seven suppers for, for the week. And, um, always take a grocery list with you to the grocery, grocery store. So, and stick to the list. And, um, those suppers become lunches. Your suppers become your lunches. You're actually saving time in the kitchen by preparing extra food to bring with you. Yeah. And a little tip for, for your grocery list, because sometimes I know I felt like this too. Like I would just be running around the grocery store, like, like, I don't know what kind of animal. <laughs> like, so a tip for your groceries list is to put it into categories, you know, produce. And then protein, like your meat section. Um, we don't have a lot of, of dairy or anything in, in our in our meal plans, but if you purchase dairy, um, you can have a dairy section. And then that helps you so that when you are in the produce section, you have everything you need <laughs> right there. You're not like, okay, bananas, and then okay, chicken, and then back to tomatoes, right? So that it's it's organized and you get through the grocery store. Efficiently, because a lot of times at the grocery store, it's it's not fun, <laughs> right? And I think another grocery store tip. Maybe we'll probably have to do a whole show on grocery, grocery store tips. tips. But uh, if you know, like, go to this the same grocery store on a regular basis, because then you get to know where where they where your products are. Because yeah. if you go to a grocery store that you're not used to, we all know what it's like. You kind of like wandering around, and that's like you like bounce back and forth. And then I always ask someone, they send me over here, and I was over there. So it can, it can get frustrating. And that, I think that's a big challenge when it comes to grocery shopping. I have, I did a show. Now we're going to talk about how to save time in the grocery store. So it's very important to prepare ahead of time. And that's what this is going to be based on this show and these tips. So when you get, when you, before you go to the grocery store, you want to check your inventory. And I know it sounds like a a simple kind of tip, something that we do, but it's not, it's not really. Sometimes we're don't actually plan to go to the grocery store. We're just driving by and say, oh, I need a few things. I'm going to stop it and grab whatever it is. So it's important to 
to make sure you check your inventory at home. So check the fridge, check the cupboards, the pantry, your fruit bowl, everything that you store food in so you're not wasting money by, sp by spending more things that you don't need. And also so you know what you need to replenish. So that's the first thing. That's the first tip. Now, the next one is, is to make a list. Now, this goes right along with the first tip in and check your inventory, but you want to make a list. It's very important. It makes so much visiting the grocery store so much easier, so much more efficient. You don't have to wander. You, you know, I, I literally see people wandering around the grocery store, which there's nothing wrong with. If you're just going to visit the grocery store, or go to see what's going on. You're not really in a rush. Then you just cruise around the grocery store. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're looking to get in there, be efficient, save time in the grocery store, it's very important to have a list with you. So you check your inventory, write down what you need, and take that list with you, of course. I always bring up, I, I do this myself, of course. So I bring up my list, I bring a pen, and once I buy something or put something in the cart, I check it off so I know that I don't need to continue to look for that. And then you carry on with your day and you know exactly what, you, what you, you're going to purchase, what you're putting in your cart, then you don't go down the wrong aisle. And I'll get into that in a second. But it's very important to check inventory and then make a list. And it, so making a list, the next tip, tip number three, is it goes right along with making a list is you know what you're going to purchase before you get there. So again, this is very similar. We get to the grocery store, not exactly sure what we're going to purchase. And again, sometimes we go down the uh, wrong aisle that we shouldn't be going down, or we're looking in different sections where we know there isn't healthy options, or we know that, or I suppose we should know, if you, you know, we're not exactly looking to fill our pantry. We should be looking to fill our fruit bowl, our fridge. And looking for fresh produce, for example, that things that are going to expire. We want to stay away from the aisles that are, you know, have boxed um, products and a number of ingredients that we can't read or pronounce. So that's going to be important. So check your inventory at home. Make a list. Along with that, you're going to know exactly what you're going to purchase before you get there. And tip number four is you're going to stay away from the aisles you shouldn't be going down. Now, it should, I suppose it, we should say beforehand, I should say that that should not be on your list. We don't want to have all types, a whole list of processed food. You know, down you go down one aisle and it's chips and pop and chocolate bars. None of that should be on your list so you can avoid that altogether. Now, that's important to know what your inventory is at home. Hopefully, you're not looking at your chocolate or your pantry and saying, well, we need a, a, a box of chocolate bars for this part of the shelf. <laughs> that's not going to improve your health a whole lot. It's probably not going to do a whole lot in saving you time in the grocery store either if you're filling your cart with unhealthy products. So make sure that you are putting clean products into your grocery store. And what's going to help you is by knowing what you're going to, by making a list, sound like Santa Claus, <laughs> checking it twice and knowing exactly what you're going to purchase before you get there. So you can stay away from those temptation aisles, let's call them. So we have, you know, check your inventory at home, make a list, know what's going to be purchased before you get there. Stay away from those aisles that you shouldn't be going down. And then lastly is never go shopping on an empty stomach. Now I can't stress this one enough. Now I've been there myself when you're hungry, you know, when I'm hungry, I think I have some maybe some sugar issues if <laughs> sometimes I get a little hangry, but I need to know, you know, I need to go to the grocery store after I've eaten, because if not, I want everything. And I have a sweet tooth just like everybody else, but I know better not to purchase it, not to put it in front of me on a consistent basis. I'm not going to say I never eat those types of food, but what I am saying is, is that most of us are kind of in the same boat. You know, those chocolate bars or chips or candy they put in the checkout aisle, they put that there for a reason. 
because they know you're hungry. They know you you'll have a quick snack before you get home, before you prepare the groceries you just bought. And so, so that's why they're there. So if you ha- or have eaten before, if you decide not to go shopping on an empty stomach, which should always be the case, then you're not so tempted when those are right in front of you. So it's quite difficult when I say avoid the aisles, which have, you know, chips, pop, candy, whatever it is. But then you get to the end of the checkout. Of course, you see a 99 cent chocolate bar. And if you're hungry, you're going to grab it. So try to stay away from going to the grocery store on an empty stomach. And that's it. Those are my quick five quick tips in five minutes on how to save time in the grocery store. Just real quick, check your inventory at home, make a list, know what you're going to do, going to purchase before you get there. Stay away from aisles that we all know we shouldn't be going down and never go to the grocery store on an empty stomach. We do have to wrap things up for, for today. And if you have questions about meal planning, let us know. All right, guys. Take care. <laughs> See you guys. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post stuff there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it, that's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.